0: Well, another week in the cabin. Happy spring break. Uh, today, we've got lovely Maria talking makeup or breakup. Ooh, that's always a good one. Jerry Evans helps us with the idiot of the day. Legendary rocker Carmine Appice joins in as we talk about old cars and stuff. Plus, uh, spring break updates from Avery Brundage throughout the show. TikTok challenges we'd like to see and more. It's all coming up this week on the podcast.
1: Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska... The podcast.
0: I see there's another one of those really fucking stupid TikTok challenge things going on. It's always... Why Why is there nothing ever good with these? I think the only challenge, the ALS challenge, the ice bucket, that actually raised money and came up with some solid research. But there's been a million challenges either on Instagram or TikTok is the big one now where people are just doing stupid things, right? Why can't we have... Challenges for good things. How about the put away your fucking shopping cart in the store parking lot challenge? Or the don't freak out on the clerk for forgetting your goddamn extra ketchup challenge. Ooh, the the don't post your political views on Facebook challenge would be fucking awesome. How about stop telling people your goddamn vegan challenge? See how much you can raise for the food bank challenge. How about that? There you go. Why don't you do some good? About just stop wearing your PJs to Walmart challenge. Don't be a douche challenge. It would be an easy one. Stop trying to cram all that into your yoga pants challenge. The stop wearing a bra challenge. Yeah, well, yeah, of course a dude came up with that one. I'm all for that one. The stop giving a shit about the Kardashians challenge. The go ahead, do all the TikTok challenges challenge. That way we thin the herd, right? I say we bring back Lawn
1: Darts Challenge. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast.
0: Bring break time all over the country, uh, particularly Florida, where we got our man, Avery Brundage. He works over at KFAR, the old guy from the news talk station, Avery Brundage. He's looking at retirement homes down there anyway. So he said, hey, do some uh, spring break updates. So let's go live. I believe Daytona Beach, our own Avery Brenda James. Hello. You
2: know, studio. If there weren't so many kids here, this would be a pretty nice place. That's why
0: you're there. Do you? What's going on? Do you have a report for well, us? studio.
2: In the last few days, I've seen more wet T-shirts than I care to count. Oops. <laughs> There's another one. Uh, That's 347. I, th- I thought you weren't counting. Hey, I'm a reporter. It's my job. All right. Oh, baby, come to Papa. Avery. <laughs> Lighten Up Studio, if you don't say stuff like that, the women here get offended. You pig, how?
0: Uh, do we have Most something of the
2: time to... they do, anyway. Uh, oh, nice, hiney. <laughs>
0: Avery, what is going on there? Can you please tell us what's happening what with... What do
2: you think is happening? You got semi-nude guys and gals rubbing lotion all over their firm bodies. Right. The hormone level here is so high, you get horny when you hit the city limits. Okay. No, so... I'm not. No, yes, it's you are. It's affecting everybody. No it. Yesterday, I saw two octogenarians checking out a condom display at the supermarket. Maybe
0: they were just looking at them. Nope,
2: they were trying them on. Oh, Lord. Hey, really? Avery. You want to rub sunscreen on my bag? the studio, I've got a very important assignment to cover right now. Ah, that's really... Uh, This is Avery Brundage reporting. Uh, Gee, that tan line runs right down to the crack. Okay, we're done here.
0: You know, I don't know when we all decided as a society that dressing like the people of Walmart was just fine. Now, I will go to the store, and I'll actually pick some. i all right, I want to look, I don't, you know. I will always try to look semi-kept when I go out. But for some of you, it's like, really? I mean, I get it. It was bad enough before the pandemic, and now we've gotten stupid. Now just slippers and pajamas in public are okay or with crocs. It's like stop at you people. So I see some of you people. Here's the thing. I see you at um I see these people at the store and I immediately get a vision of what the inside of their car or inside of their house looks like. It's nasty. That's what we when we see you like that, we just think of somebody that doesn't shower enough. They obviously don't care what others think. So they pro- you, you, that means you probably don't clean enough. So that's I'm just letting you know. If you dress like that like I don't care what people think. They're like, right. You want to look like that? That's fine. And now, even going to work, your you, people can—they just don't care. I mean, if you're going to work at all, I mean, me, you know, I'm—I'm I'm all right. I'm in radio. Who am I to who am I to judge what anybody wears? I go to the radio station, and half the on-air crew are walking around barefoot. It's like a hippie compound at the radio station. I am not kidding you. But there are some signs you probably shouldn't wear something to work. For instance, if it shows off your tattoo. The tattoo on your right ass cheek. Or I don't know, if it's edible, probably don't want to wear it. Or if Guy Fieri says, "Yeah, you should wear that to work." Yeah, don't 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 wear it to work. Or if you go out in public and people say, "Hey, it's the gimp from pulp fiction." Mm, wrong outfit. Or if it's a long, white, billowy robe with a matching hood, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Or if it honks when you squeeze it. Don't wear it to work. Or if it's so tight your coworkers can tell how cold it is by your nipples. Don't wear it to work. Men or women. Wi- well, women. Mm, you know, who are we to judge? Hot dog on a stick, employees? See it and laugh. That's when you know it's a bad outfit. Have you seen the outfits worn by the hot dog on a stick, people? Or if it's a concert t-shirt for a band whose name rhymes with crash mouth. Let's just leave it at that. Or it fits on top of your head, holds two beers, and both of them are currently full. Don't wear it to work. Don't wear it at all. Or if it's a Russell Wilson jersey. I'm sorry, I'm still a bit bitter. God, he looks stupid in orange, doesn't he? So don't wear any of those things to work. But then again, don't go by what I say. I am talking to you now naked from the waist down.
1: It's the X Rock Morning Show.
0: Spring break time, my boys and girls. you yeah, out and about wherever you may be going uh, Arizona, Mexico, Hawaii. Where are you heading off for spring break? A lot of folks, of course, Florida's a big one. This year in particular, you know, it's it's been a couple down years for spring break thanks to the pandemic, but this year it looks like they're ready to cut loose again. And that's why, once again, we sent our aging cafe reporter, Avery Brundage, on the scene in Daytona Beach. Go ahead, Avery. Hello. You weren't
2: kidding when you said this was going to be a hot assignment studio. Good
0: time down there, huh, Ave? No,
2: the air conditioner in this lousy van is broken. All right. The Co- heat is killing me. Got it. My armpits are DOA.
0: Uh, do you have a report for us, maybe, Avery? Oh, sure.
2: No problem. Uh, spring break means one thing uh-huh. young people everywhere. <laughs> And they won't shut up. Oh God! Parties, contests, games. It's spring break. Last night I didn't get to sleep till well past nine. Oh heaven forbid! I'm hot. I'm tired, and I'm. Hey, it's a wet T-shirt contest. Come on! <clears throat> it's, it's kind of in a hurry. Okay. It's Avery Brundy's reporting. Hey, who gets hosed first? <laughs>
1: oh God! <laughs> From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek podcast.
0: Hey, we missed out on uh, Science Day the other day, so we thought this would be a good time to bring some of these really cool stats in and throw down some nerd news as we talk science. Because, you know, it's an educational show. These are some uh, pretty cool things. These are surprising science facts to share in your nerd news. Did you know the human stomach can dissolve razor blades? You ever swallow a razor blade don't panic yeah most of the earth's oxygen isn't produced by forests no it's produced by the oceans there's another good one bananas are radioactive Damn. yeah they contain potassium and since potassium decays that makes the yellow fruit slightly radioactive but don't worry i mean you You know, you'd have to eat like 10 million bananas in one sitting to die of a banana-induced radiation poisoning. There are more trees. Oh, this is one of my favorites. There are more trees on planet Earth than stars in our galaxy. Did you know that? That's a cool space fact, right? I bet you didn't know. NASA experts believe there could be anywhere from 100 to 400 billion stars in Milky Way. However, a, publi- a paper published a few years back on Journal Nature estimates that the number of trees in the world to be around 3.4 trillion. There were roughly 2.5 billion T-Rexes on Earth. 2.5 billion! Oh my goodness! Like rats However uh, They weren't all on earth At the same time Damn! Yeah They reached these estimates By taking into account The dinosaur's body And size And all that But yeah They didn't uh, they, they crossed more than 127,000 generations We always think that uh, Dinosaurs were just here For this little blip No they were here Longer than we've been here Bats don't get sick from most viruses. Boy, what's their secret? We need to look into that. Uh, Here's another one. In an entire lifetime, the average person walks the equivalent of five times around the world. Oh, Here's one that's going to change the way you... Think about fast food places. Do you know the ice you get at fast food restaurants? Often dirtier than toilet water. You may want to think twice about munching on that ice. Studying in 16 in the UK, major fast food chains were revealed to have fecal bacteria in their ice. It was hopefully not due to a case of tampering, but a lack of maintenance for their ice machines. Who's pooping in the ice machine? Uh, you've heard of the star Betelgeuse? It's a very big, it's a supergiant. Well, it went from red supergiant stage transitioning to supernova. And if it does, it could light our sky continuously for two months. Could happen anytime, within a couple thousand years, tomorrow, or right now. Yeah, it's like 430 light years from Earth. Already the brightest star in the Earth's sky. But it is uh, sometime. It's near the end of its lifetime and could explode into a supernova. And finally, one more. It's impossible to burp in space.
3: There you
0: go. Those are some fun facts for you right there. That's your nerd news. Uh, time to talk once again with one of the greatest drummers in the history of rock and roll. The legendary Carmine piece joins us every week. And he's going through the car wash with his Lamborghini or Ferrari or something. But let me ask you this. It's really yeah, cool yeah. to have. Have you ever had a rig where you didn't care? that You know, if, yeah, whether it's clean or dirty. or
4: not, in 1970s, when I moved to California, I had a 1961 Volkswagen Bug Bug, I paid one hundred twenty-five dollars for. Right, right, and I had a roadie bring it across the country. So I used to, I named it Gloria after this moody girl I used to know. Right, <laughs> and, uh, and and then we, t- I took the body off of Gloria and I put one of these car kit space age bodies on it. I souped up the engine and everything, but I paid 125 bucks for it. So I really didn't care much about that. Right. Those are
0: the best cars to have. My plow truck's the same way. I hook up a big snow plow on the front in the winter and I beat the hell out of it. And in the winter I'm hauling dirt and logs and water and rocks and, you know, firewood, whatever else. And it's a huge, uh, full bed dual cab. It's and you put a plow on the front, it's like 30 feet long and it's dented up and it, I call it the beast because it's blue, just like the beast yeah. from the X Men. Well, it's so.
4: funny. I had, you know, I was out in my in the, the front yard. We have, you know, a lot of big, long, probably an acre of of, of uh, land up there, all grass. And I have we call the island. It's some uh, birds of paradise, palm trees, and, and it was all filled up and you know, it was, it was overgrown. So I went in and I was cutting it down. I don't have a pickup truck and none, so I brought my. I brought my uh, F Jaguar. I opened the trunk and put a blanket in it, and I'm putting all the remnants of the, you know, of the tree of the tree limbs in the back of that. And then my neighbor drove by, said hi. Five minutes later, his son came by, and plays guitar and drums and their friends and fans of mine. They came by with their pickup truck and they said. My dad says we should help you. Said, Thank you.
3: So they oh, that's a big carmine piece.
4: up the dad, you know, and and and, uh, and put all those limbs in there, and they took them away. And are young guys. they now 20 years old. And oh yeah. Oh man. One of them's a drummer. I've been helping him out. They're oh, see so there you go. See, uh, and I
0: what I wouldn't give for a photo of Carmine, your Jaguar with the trunk open, filled with a bunch of uh, tree limbs. That's that's priceless, yeah, and
4: it's you know it's an F type, so it's got that you know the jaguar thing that goes up, and it's, right, you no, know, it's really a small car. <laughs> it's hilarious.
0: Spring break time all over the country, uh, particularly Florida, where we got our man Avery Brundage. He works over at KFAR, the old guy from the news talk station. Avery Brundage. He's looking at retirement homes down there anyway. so he said, hey, do some uh, spring break updates. So let's go live I believe Daytona Beach our own Avery Brenda James Hello, you
2: know, Studio. If there weren't so many kids here, this would be a pretty nice place. That's
0: why you're there. Do you? What's going on? Do you have a report for well, us? studio,
2: in the last few days, I've seen more wet T-shirts than I care to count. Oops! <laughs> There's another one. Uh, That's 347. I, th- I thought you weren't counting. Hey, I'm a reporter. It's my job. All right. Oh, baby, come to Papa. Avery. <laughs> We... Lighten up studio, if you don't say stuff like that, the women here get offended. You pig, how?
0: Uh, do we have Most something of the
2: time to... they do, anyway. Uh, oh, nice, hiney. <laughs> Avery,
0: what is going on there? Can you please tell us what's happening what with... What
2: do you think is happening? You got semi-nude guys and gals rubbing lotion all over their firm bodies. Right. The hormone level here is so high, you get horny when you hit the city limits. Okay. No, I'm not. No, yes, it's you are. It's affecting everybody. No it Yesterday, I saw two octogenarians checking out a condom display at the supermarket.
0: Maybe they were just looking at them. Nope.
2: They were trying them on. Oh, Lord. Hi, really? Avery. You want to rub sunscreen on my back? Uh, studio, I've got a very important assignment to cover right now. Uh that's really... Uh, this is Avery Brundage reporting. Uh, uh, it... Gee, <laughs> that tan line runs right down to the crack Okay, we're
0: done here. <laughs> All right, it is time for Makeup or Breakup. We have lovely Maria here with us to do this. And uh, let's go this one. This is pretty interesting, M. Since says okay. here, um, so went to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. Had not seen my girlfriend in a week. We agreed to have a romantic date night Saturday after a great meal and a movie. It was time for a little nookie action. She told me to lay on the bed because she had a surprise for me. Minutes later, she comes strutting out of the bedroom in a smoking hot, sexy lingerie. I complimented on how sexy it looked and said, uh, she said she was flattered for me. I said, wow, that's amazing. You bought a new lingerie. She said, no, I've had it for years. Yeah, I had questions. Turned out, says here, turns out the lingerie was something her boyfriend, her previous boyfriend had bought her in college. They were together for three years and only broke up a year ago. We've been dating about nine months. I wasn't real happy and told her I wasn't in the mood anymore. We got in a fight. I left. uh, And on the way out, she thanked me for ruining the night. Am I the only guy who would be put off? by their girl wearing lingerie that they got from a former boyfriend. Is that makeup or breakup material?
4: Oh, that's, I mean, personally, if the guy is behaving that way, I mean, should it really matter where she got it? If she's smoking hot in it. And the fact that another guy bought it for her and she actually wore it after she felt she was comfortable enough to wear it in front of him. He's an idiot. Yeah, he is. That's what I'm saying. You got. I don't think it's him that should break up. I think she should just go. There you're we go. An idiot. That's yeah, the twist uh-huh. I was looking for and right there. And then she should strut her shit right
0: out the door. Yeah, because he obviously doesn't have. In a clue. the he's, You've got a smoking hot woman in a negligee, and you're I gonna you're gonna put that fire out. You're an idiot. Yeah, does it yeah, doesn't really matter where she got this. Uh, it because? sounds like he's the one with the insecurity. See, and that's why we bring her in. <laughs> We've been married
4: for a super long time, and yeah. I, I promise you, it wouldn't matter where I bought, what I got, who I got it from. unless Of course, I got it. No, you I come married, walk. But. Every time you walk out in
0: lingerie, I ask zero questions. I know. Zero questions. Yeah. She should break up with him. Right. If he's that offended. No, I see that. The only question I have okay, what is our safe word? That's all that matters after that. We still haven't found one. I know. That's super califragilistic, expialidocious. We need takes a new one. Way too
1: long, by yeah. that time,
4: the cops are here.
1: <laughs> From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast.
3: Hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird
2: news. That is weird. It's time for the Crapper Creek Wild News Report.
0: All right, here's our stories this week we're working on just for you folks. It's what we do. We work hard. So hard. No, we don't. Here we go. Here's some of the stories out there this week. Uh, the price of a Costco membership is expected to go up again. Like everything else, right? I'll wind up paying because where the fuck else am I going to find a 50-gallon tub of Miracle Whip? No place! A piece of space junk collided with the moon. It generated a cloud of white, white dust not seen since Charlie Sheen sneezed. I mean, it was... Whew.
1: It's huge.
0: All right, whoever auditions for the role, you know, there's a new Madonna biopic coming out. And she's making them go through an underground, uh, they'll have to go uh, undergo a grueling boot camp style process. All day, all night. The worst part, sex with Dennis Rodman. <laughs> You're going to suck. Staying in entertainment news, Lindsay Lohan signed a deal with Netflix. Cool, yeah. In fact, the deal is, if she subscribes for a year, I think the first three months are free. Speaking of movies, Shining. One of my favorite horror movies is uh, now an opera. What? Ah. And remember, it's not over until the naked, decomposing old lady takes a bath. Ugh. Sports news, Jaguars might trade their number one draft pick. I think their logic being is like, all right, what's the big deal after all? I mean, we'll just get another one next year. Two-thirds of women say they are experienced uh, gender bias in the workplace. Well, ladies, maybe if you you smiled a little bit, wore a tighter top, you wouldn't get held back so much, if you know what I mean. A JetBlue pilot was removed from the cockpit of a plane in Buffalo because he was drunk. The good news, hey, at least he wasn't hammered on Russian vodka. American vodka. Cannabis prices are going down. But unfortunately for pot smokers, uh, that savings is negated because of rising pizza costs. Finally in the news, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis scolded high school students for wearing masks at a press conference yesterday. Really? You scolded them for wearing masks? Then he ripped out an old lady's insulin pump and delivered a leg sweep to a blind dude. Yeah, he just—that's how he rolls. We're gonna say, it's crazy like that.
2: This has been the profit Creek world news report.
3: Uh. Shower thoughts with glitter
0: in about thirty years, some senior citizens in retirement homes will actually be listening to gangster rap, thrash metal, and grunge music. It's gonna be awesome! Spring break time, my boys and girls! You're yeah, out and about wherever you may be going—Arizona, uh, Mexico, Hawaii. Where are you heading off for spring break? A lot of folks, of course, Florida's a big one. This year in particular, you know, it's it's been a couple down years for spring break thanks to the pandemic. But this year, it looks like they're ready to cut loose again. And that's why, once again, we sent our aging cafe reporter, Avery Brundage, on the scene in Daytona Beach. Go ahead, Avery. Hello. You weren't
2: kidding when you said this was going to be a hot assignment studio.
0: Good time down there, huh, Eve? No,
2: the air conditioner in this lousy van is broken. All right. The Co- heat is killing me. Got it. My armpits are DOA. Uh,
0: do you have a report for us, maybe, Avery? Oh, sure.
2: No problem. Uh, spring break means one thing uh-huh. young people everywhere. <laughs> And they won't shut up. Oh God! Parties, contest, games. It's oh, spring break. Last night I didn't get to sleep till well past nine. Oh heaven forbid! I'm hot. I'm tired, and I'm. Hey, it's a wet T-shirt contest. Come on! <clears throat> it's kind of in a hurry. Okay. Avery Brundy's reporting. Hey, who gets hosed first? <laughs> oh God!
0: <laughs> Live from the cabin in Crapper Creek, Alaska. And we got a guest and an old friend back in the studio with us and in the cabin, and that's uh, my good buddy, Jamie Lissow. Jamie!
3: What's up, Glenn?er How are you, man?
0: Dude, great to have you back. It's Welcome great to home. Be here. You've got that facing the wrong way. Oh, damn it. I just, I'm
3: trying to he's be try- in All right, video. so he's got his,
0: his phone okay. and he's trying to videotape, and I think he just got the first 30 seconds of the palm of his hand.
3: Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to turn it off.
0: <laughs> and here we are in the cabin of Crapper Creek. Uh, we're talking comedy tonight. Get this, Lissau is in town. We did last night at an ale house. Tonight it, you're at a you're a weed shop. Okay, you're, you're at a cannabis cafe. The only cannabis cafe in America. That's uh, state-sanctioned, open. You can sit there. There'll be people smoking weed around you as you perform.
3: That's incredible. They asked me that, you know, when you guys called me to do gigs, you said, if you won the lottery, where would you go tomorrow? We're going <laughs> to do gigs at those places. <laughs> so I said, an owl house, a weed refinery.
1: Where else
0: but Alaska are you going to do that? And then the next night, you're at the Pioneer Park Theater, which is a nice, a great room.
3: Yeah, and I guess the strip club didn't have the audio we Apparently, needed. Apparently,
0: yeah, they didn't quite, they didn't have the setup, so yeah, that, that would have been the next one, either that or the distillery, maybe, uh-huh. or uh, I don't know, we could have pro you know, yeah, there's a meth good. lab not far
3: yeah. from the North Pole Ale House we could have used. I played the meth lab across the street last year, so We that don't want to uh, compete. That's
0: a good room. That's a good room. All right. Uh, with that said, uh, speaking of, you know, in Alaska, you had a great, you had something last night. That's, and now here's the thing. Background on, on Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jamie came up here, gosh, 15, 20 years ago. his first time yep. I think that we met you. Came up, uh, met a gal. Had kids, moved Mm -hmm. up. And he's been moving back and forth between here and L.A. ever since. You come up to see your kids here. That's right. And uh, you commute.
3: I do. I do. A
0: a comic that commutes between L.A. and Alaska, which I would say is rare, but there's John Doerr commutes as well from Juneau to Alaska. So we have two comics who are commuting from Alaska to go do comedy.
3: Yeah, Uh, and mine gets a little crazier than (laughs) even when I did L.A. because... After I got divorced and my kids are here, so I obviously have a place here and I see them a lot. Now I'm New York City. Oh,
0: my goodness. So, so I you're do, East Coast. So that's a long haul trip.
3: Yeah, so I just did that yesterday. And then Sunday, I'll go to New York City for one day.
0: Right. now, And that is for the Gutfeld TV show. Is that where you're right. filming that, is in New York? Yeah. Now, Gutfeld has taken off. It's like one of the number one shows on cable.
3: Yeah, it's crazy, man.
0: And... You're like one of the regulars on this show. Are you getting recognized more than ever before? I mean, you probably got it from The Tonight Show, from Comedy Central, from all yeah. your other shows, from The Real Rob with Rob Schneider. But is, have you noticed an uptick in that since doing this?
3: There's an uptick. And I have been wearing a shirt with my name and face on it. Okay. But <laughs> I do, But there, uh, it's crazy. Because I, I don't know if you know my my, my history with, with Greg Gutfeld is we... I, they had auditions for, oh, we're going to have comics on this show. It's on Fox News, but it's like a comedy show. It's called, right. it's called Red Eye. That's what, that's what it was called. And it was, it was years ago, like maybe 10 years ago. And I go do a set, a comedy set. And I was like funny, but not like the funniest guy. I was like right in the middle. It was fine. It was good. We all did good. Sure. And after the show, uh, Gutfeld came up to me. I'd never met him before. And he said, dude, people keep coming up to me saying how funny I am. And I didn't go on stage tonight. And it's because we look like each other. We had the same glasses, <laughs> the same shirt. And he goes, "You got to do my show." So I do a show, and Red Eye was like on at three in the morning. The only people that saw it were like my mom and like a few other people. Right. I did it fifty times. No one, no one saw it, but it was really fun. And we, <laughs> fifty times. Yeah, we, okay. I, would, I would do it, like every week. We got good chemistry by doing sure. it so many times. No one watched it, but it got you comfortable in front of a camera. Sure. You know, you know, you didn't get nervous. And then, like, it must have been like a year and a half ago. Gutfeld goes, dude, you got to come do my new show. And I'm like, I'd love to, but I'm in Alaska. We're filming this movie. So like months go by, maybe like a year. And finally I go, oh my God, I got some time. Let me go do Gutfeld. And on the way, I swear to God, on the airplane, on the way there, I Google it and I go, damn, dude, he's getting 2.2 million viewers on an average night, what what am I do? Like, why didn't I come the minute he asked? You're right. I was like, like I was busy, but not that. Bu- I think I was thinking oh, no, like, yeah. oh, it's it's red eye. You yeah, know? it's gonna be
0: another one of those shows. It's not a, a yeah. hit.
3: One of the most popular shows on cable. It's beating Fallon. It beats like Fallon, Seth Meyers, and everything uh, almost every night. Yes. And yeah, so I did it. I've maybe done it like thirteen times, but it people come out to shows. You got it. I used to wear, you know, I'd wake up in the morning, i put on sweatpants with a stain on them. Not anymore, Glenn. No, here. no. People, they might know who I am. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. So I got I to gotta really, you know, take a look at myself before I leave the house. Live from the cabin of Crapper Creek, Alaska,
0: on the farthest North Rock Station on planet Earth, it's Glenn. Welcome to the morning. Hey, I guess he's joining us once again with us as he has and performing on stage tonight at... The only state-sanctioned cannabis cafe in all of America. It's mm-hmm. the
3: one and only Jamie Lissau is with us again. It's awesome to be here. Do you know where the, the lyrics of Back in Black came from? No, do you? A lot of people don't know this. It's uh, A lot of his friends were dying at the time, uh-huh. and he would have to, every funeral, he would have to put on like more, bla- so it's like a, a, I just made that up, I have no idea.
0: Okay. Well, see, and okay. I was really hoping that was going to be this beautiful rock Damn, it's and roll as moment. As far as I could go with it. You could have kept going. I I I almost <laughs> saw where it was going to go and I was all in. I was all in. You had me. Really? Oh, and he's just tired of constantly wearing black. Yeah. Oh, that is so powerful.
3: Yeah. I lost. I started to crack. I couldn't yeah, yeah. I couldn't come <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, don't forget, we've got comedy tonight at the uh, Cannabis Cafe tomorrow night over at Pioneer Park. Uh, Now, about 15 years ago, when you first came up, we did shows at the old refinery lounge out in North Pole, Alaska. And we just did one there again, a historic comeback after 15 years. Hadn't done a show there. It's now the North Pole Ale House, and that was fun. And uh, we're doing this. Now it's time uh, again for a segment we call... Let's do the idiot of the day. Uh, But before we do that, I I wanted to ask you about your movie. You've got a, besides all that going on, you have a new movie coming out as well. With some pretty good hitters. I saw the photos as you guys were shooting it. And this is a film you actually helped write.
3: Yeah, I I wrote this thing. This is your baby. Dude, I I have, okay, so I'm going to totally name drop for a second. Please do. So Adam Sandler helped punch this movie up.
0: Okay, see, that's a very helpful guy to have punch a movie up,
3: dude. We it, it, he happened to be off because of the pandemic, right? So we got real lucky that he's so busy. He's the hardest oh. worker. In, oh yeah, yeah, in the entertainment business, and we he helped us with uh, like a little bit of punch up and made it exponentially better. And then yeah, we filmed this movie, and then um, I don't know if you, uh, uh, John Cleese. You have John Cleese.
0: You have the king of Monty Python in your film.
3: And that was a a weird, coincidental, kind of... He wasn't supposed to be part of it. He just happened to be in Phoenix where we were filming, working on a different project with one of our buddies. And we were at his house doing punch-up for that other movie. And it just got brought up, hey, we're doing this movie. Would you ever want to do this role? We pitched him this little part. And he comes and knocks out of the park. And then I I gave myself the, the role of the guy that is in the scene with him. Oh, great. Very small scene, but I got to do... So you
0: you you wrote a movie and you only gave yourself a very one small scene. Yeah. I you could have you could have been the you, you what? You know what? What Matt? are you like a janitor in the background? Are you like Pee-Wee Herman as the uh, uh, the phone call for Mr. Herman sitting there mouthing your lines? What do, what you do you what mean? You know what happened?
3: You know what honestly happened? I watched my audition and was like, I don't know if he's ready. <laughs> there were just so many better, well,
0: just, yeah, yeah. Most of you stuff got it's on the <laughs> editing room floor of your yeah. own movie, except for this one scene
3: yeah. with John Cleese. <laughs> But it was crazy, and it was crazy because we had dinner with Cleese, and I was freaking out like oh. I, I've never freaked out before oh my God. meeting a famous person. Like he walks in, I'm like, "It's John Cleese." And during dinner, I barely spoke. It was Rob Schneider was there; they were telling funny stories. And then there was this moment where John goes, "Like, what's your deal?" You know, and I and I go, "Oh, I tell him who I am." And then I say, "I got to tell you something." And I said, "My dad, who passed away uh, many years ago," I said, "You know, when your parents like like different music than you like, or your parents like different." Whatever, then you like TV shows. And you sure. kind of argue. I remember the one time me and my dad laughing at the same thing. I go, "It was you, dude. It was Monty Python." I remember us like jo- we look at each other like, "Oh my god, we both like this," and he liked that. He really liked that. Seemed to mean a lot to him. That's nice. Oh, that's a and, good, that's uh, a good sentimental story. And we became. I mean, it's not true. But, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> I just want to be friends with place But he, we, and then we become. I'm walking down the street the next week. Phone rings. Hey, this is John Cleese's assistant. Do you have a second to talk to Mr. Cleese? Sure. Oh, What? I, I talked to him. You know what he wanted? What? To say hello. <laughs> not not business or, hey, when just are we shooting? The, just to say hi. See how everything's going. Wow. It I, was so crazy. I My dad was like in the that. background. i told him to be quiet. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to have passed away. <laughs> you're supposed away. to be dead. <laughs>
0: no. it's,
3: <laughs> it's a true story. I'm <laughs> just for anybody that's does Jamie Lisa is
0: with us talking about his new movie coming. you got David Spade in there as well.
3: Yep, David Spade. And uh, Rob. Rob.
0: And uh, what is it? Give us the name of the movie. We haven't even mentioned the name of the movie. We're five minutes into this conversation. I'm really good at promoting.
3: (laughs) It's called Daddy Daughter Trip. And it's about... It's like a daddy and a daughter daughter trip. go on a trip. Okay. It's great. It's like this guy that doesn't have enough money to take his daughter on spring break, but that doesn't stop him. Excellent. So he takes her to do all this fun stuff even though he doesn't really have... Like, he tells her, hey, we're going to a water park, and he's just on the roof of his car at a car wash. <laughs> and then and then the movie continues, and, and uh, some fun stuff happens where they run into some people that can give them the vacation that they've always dreamed of. And uh, I don't want to give anything away, but no, it's like... Only- the, the reason they're, they keep taking these poor, you know, like him and his daughter with them. The reason they keep taking on vacation is because they keep almost killing Rob Schneider and they're afraid he's going to sue them. <laughs> so, like, they hit him with their car and they're like, ah, oh, we got to take him another day. All this fun
0: stuff uh, Jamie Lissow is with us. Way too much fun. Uh, join us next week. It's going to be our St. Patrick's Day special. Yes, we've got uh, live music from Sean McBrown and the Irish Sons of Indecency throughout the show. That's always extra fun. We'll have nerd news. Uh, We're going to talk sex with Maria's sister. Uh, That will be on the show. More with Jamie Lissau as well. we got a lot going on. Of course, he's a comedy show. You see him on Gutfeld and his new movie coming out. So we'll do some of that. It's all good and it's all next week. Just tell your friends about Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. We'll see you.
1: You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glen Entertainment production.